Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about 10 things parents do to push their teens away. Let's hear what they have to say. What did your mom and dad do when you were a teen that annoyed you? Oh, my goodness, the interrogation. Where have you been? What did you do? Really, Who constant, are you with? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you just kind of shake your head and go, I'm not going <laughs> to talk to them again. My, my dad was silent. He never spoke much at all. We didn't have that much of a conversation. The only interaction we had when I was in trouble. So I found other places to have uh, oh, conversations. Okay. So, and and so right. that was one of my dad's faults. Okay, okay. all right. Now. What do your kids say about you, Wayne? Oh, oh, no. What do you do? You've gone from preaching to meddling now. (laughs) What did you do to annoy your kids? Probably the same thing. Same thing, interrogating. (laughs) Okay, me, I joke too much. It was my way of dealing with things, Uh you know. But we all do things, is what I'm saying. We all do things that are bothersome to somebody else. And once we recognize what those things are, then we can eliminate those or, or learn to almost laugh at those things that are. Our, you know, just our, our, our struggles, our difficulties, our hardships of engaging. There's something about that identifying them that takes the sting out of it when we do that with our kids. Mark, the thing is, we're not even aware that we're pushing our teens oh, away, I are know, we? Oh, I know. You know, my, my daughter made a comment once. She said, Dad, you joke about things all the time. <laughs> and I made a joke about it. You know, and I, and I thought, you know what? We're not having conversations. Right. I'm really realizing we're not having conversations. Because every time she would say something, I'd joke about it, and she'd leave and walk up to her room. Hmm. And I thought, you know, she's absolutely right. And that night I just sat there thinking, I do that. I do that a lot. And it's my way of dealing with difficulties. I laugh it off, and I'm ruining a relationship with my child because I'm not there when she needs me the most. And so that's what we're talking about. Your teen needs you more than ever right now. And and parents should be doing things that draw their kids to them, but many engage in such a way they push them away. And the, the goal is to be there and available. It's not to push them away. So here's some things yeah, to need, not do. We need to be aware of these things. Well, absolutely. I mean, if, if my breath stinks... <laughs> Would you tell me? But me to talk to you about that, Mark. Yeah, well, you see, I mean, and I don't want to know that because it may be pushing other people away. And, and, I, and I think love says this, that, that, that you can accept me warts and all, but it doesn't mean you're going to ignore the fact that I'm doing things that are pushing. If my feet stink, if, if, if there's just something about me, if I talk too much, if I joke too much, loving me would be telling me those things. Yeah, the stakes are pretty high here. Yeah, there is. It's a relationship with your child. Right. And so I want to know those things. And so here's some things to not do, Okay. mom and dad. The first thing is this. Quit talking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that works in the earlier years. It does not work in the adolescent years. And so this is what you need to do. Start listening. You know, just engage differently. The, the, the reason that you have two ears and one mouth is because God designed you to listen twice as much as you speak. (laughs) And so moms, you got to tone it down a little bit. And dads, you you have to listen, but pay attention. You can't just listen and walk away. You got to pay attention. Okay. Number one, don't talk all the time. That's right. The second thing is don't correct your child all the time. 
I mean, if that's all they hear, it's a reminder to them that they're not adequate to do the things that they're called to do. What you're doing to your young men is not allowing them to become young men. Men do not want to be corrected all the time. If you're always affirming your child with negative comments, and hear what I'm saying, if you're affirming her with negative comments, you're telling her that she's not valuable enough within your home, so she will find value somewhere else. And so you just have to stop. That's why I tell parents, only correct your kid on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. (laughs) If I corrected every one of the kids at Heartlight, all 60 of them, our residential counseling center would be a mess. We would never have any time for relationships. And so I have to learn I can't do that. You know, I, I do this with my wife. I, I mean, I can think of a million ways to correct her. You know what? And you know how I can destroy the relationship? Yep, by correcting her. By correcting her mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I'm demeaning her. Instead, learn to be content with better, not best, you That's said. right. That's right. All right. The number three thing to avoid, stop giving constant negative comments and remarks. I would take an inventory when my kids were younger, you know, of what I was saying no all the time to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start saying yes. You know, it's it, quit thinking about reasons to not do something and start thinking about the reasons to do something. It's shifting from that preteen years to the teen years. But the negative comments and remarks, or the sarcasm, all those things, they're being interpreted different in the life of your child. You know, it, it, and what happens in all these negative comments is that it's a message that you really don't love me. And, and so they will find love somewhere. Believe me, kids will find love somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somehow they will find it. And so stop the negativity all the time. You know, ask yourself the question or ask your child the question, am I a negative person? And they may not want to answer that mm-hmm. because they're afraid that you're going to be negative again. Mm-hmm. And then when they say, you know, you are mom, you are dad, don't be negative on them. Well, that's because you don't interpret me right. That's all <laughs> you don't quit. Now you're making excuses. You're doing the same thing that they're doing. You need to learn as a parent to say, you know what? There are some things, and I do that, and I need to stop. All right, we're talking about the things you should not do. You should not give your teen less of your time. That's right. Remember that less time equals less relationship. You know, more time equals a better relationship, but less time equals less relationship. Find some time to spend one-on-one time with your teen. It's a number one comment that I make to parents about spending time with their team. You've got to spend the time. If you don't spend the time, they will find it to spend with somebody else. And so it's got to be different. It's not taking all five kids out or all 10 or going on a family trip. It's one-on-one time with your teen. And another thing we do to push teens away is talk, but just give information all the time. That's right. You know, and we live in an age now that kids don't need more information. They don't. I mean, there's so much information out there. I don't want to be a, a Google too. I don't want to be uh, Siri. I don't want to be just another newspaper that's regurgitating information back to my child. I want to offer wisdom. Yeah, that's what they need instead, isn't that's it? That's right. And that's a little bit different. It's not that this is the information about what you need to do. Wisdom is how you apply this to your world and make it work. Every parent thinks they're ready. You made it through the first 12 years after all. But then your child becomes a teenager, and all of a sudden, it's like the parenting rules changed and nobody told you what they are. Your kids completely change their interests, 
hobbies, appearance, vocabulary, and even their priorities and values. Some parents try to power through, continuing to parent their 16-year-old the same way they parented their 12-year-old. That plan is doomed to failure. Your child is too valuable to fail them now. That's why Mark Gregson wrote Tough Guys and Drama Queens, to help parents understand the changing world of today's teens and how parents can meet the unique challenges facing their children this day and age. Tough Guys and Drama Queens is both a hard-hitting look at what makes modern teens different from any generation that's come before, and practical advice to help parents overcome today's hurdles and retain a relationship with their teens that will last into their adult years. With spiritual truth, practical insights, and proven techniques, Tough Guys and Drama Queens is a book that belongs in every parent's library. Get your copy at parentingteenresources.org. So we're working our way through this list of things that you do, likely, most of us do, to push our teens away. Uh, What's number six on your list? Number six is this. If you don't want to have a relationship with your child, moms, emasculate your sons. Dads, don't treat your daughter like a lady. Uh, You know what? I I think what we do when when we're always correcting our our young men is is we're telling them they're not adequate and they're not valuable. Everybody wants to be valuable. And dads, when we don't treat our daughter like a lady, they want to know that they are beautiful on the inside mm-hmm. and they're beautiful on the outside. Mm-hmm. They want to know both those things. Then they feel valued. So, so it's important that, that, that we just remember we've got to value our kids. Right. And number seven on the list is what you've talked about already. Don't That's treat right. everything as a joke. That pushes kids away. It does. You know, laugh together, you know, while you're still valuing your teen. And cut back on the lectures. I mean, it's learn to laugh. Quit taking yourself so seriously. And, and, and here's number eight. If, if you want to hurt your relationship, communicate judgment in comments and actions. You know, stop, mom and dad. Listen to your teen's point of view. Even if you don't agree with it, listen. The ninth thing is this. Demand perfection. I I guarantee you this. You demand perfection. No kid will live up to it. They will find somewhere else to live and to engage with others, you know, where they do feel valued and they feel like they can be a part. And we demand perfection both verbally and non-verbally at times. That's right. That's right. And you have to to allow mistakes. You know, and the 10th thing is this. If you want to lose your relationship with your child, position yourself as an authoritarian. Mm. You know what? That it just doesn't work. Foster change through relationship, not forced authority. And, and here's a scripture that I think every parent needs to hear. Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, don't exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. But the, the key issue is here, exasperate yeah. them. Wear them out. Push them away. Don't do these things. Mark, a lot of do's and don'ts on the program here today, but this has been very helpful. You know what it says? It's all about relationship. I mean, and I think that's what you hear with all the kids, too. You know, not everybody needs to send their child to Heartlight. And let me tell you, I've never met a family that's totally perfect. <laughs> and you have to be careful to not avoid uh, those things that need that you need to pay attention to. And, and by doing some of the things that we talk about in these programs, it can keep you from getting to the point of having to send your child off to get the help that's needed when, yeah. it's out, when it's beyond your reach. But I go, the whole point of this program is say, folks, there's some things you can do at home where you'll never have to send your child off. But I can tell you, it's all about relationship. And the number one thing is spend time with your child. Mm-hmm. That becomes important. The, the, the second thing is let your teen be imperfect. And this is the way you do it. 
Um, let yourself be imperfect. That's the starting point, isn't it? It really is. Spend the first 12 years telling your child how great you are and the next 12 years telling them all your faults. <laughs> Just split it up. So if your child's 12 years old, don't tell them about all the great things about you. That's not what they need to hear. They need to hear the struggles, the difficulties, the hardships, the conflicts, those, those things that cause you to question a lot of stuff. And that's what they need to hear because that's where they are. And if they don't adhere to it at the beginning and embrace it, keep telling them those things. And it, it will move you into a, a world where you will become humble and kind and you will draw people to you because of it. They learn to overcome struggles by watching you overcome struggles. Absolutely. Okay. You know, the third thing is forgive. Hmm. Learn to forgive and let them know that you're forgiving somebody else. It's hard to forgive. You know, forgiveness is giving up hope that you'll ever have a better past. And somewhere along the line, forgiveness says, I can let this thing go because I can let God be in control of it. I don't have to let it control me anymore. The fourth thing is this, learn to smile together again. Quit being so serious, lighten up a bit, have some fun. Quit looking at your child with a negative eye and begin to look for the positives that you enjoy about your child. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.